going on, everybody? Welcome to Free and Flowing, hosted by Mr. Dwayne Atkins. My name is Clay Davis. I'll be here back better than ever, back for 2022. Dwayne, how you doing today, bud? Dude, I am. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm blessed. Made it through 2021. Um, right. Dude, it was a it was a roller coaster of a year, but I made it, man. What about dude. you? Dude, good, man. Just excited to be back. Excited to be starting up my last semester of law school. You know, I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, fucking, it's been a long road, man. Been a long road. So what, real quick side note. So what's going to be funny about this for me is the fact that I, so I use this Zoom link or this like recording link rather. I mean, fuck it. We record on Zoom. People know that by now. Um, we use this for my tutorial. Like, I'm worried that the uh, lady who posts my tutorial for all the students is going to be like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> they, they are not talking about anything with business law. <laughs> like, what is this, dude? Dude, they got me teaching corporate law this semester, man. And I'm so freaking really? Yeah, dude, it's one of my yeah. favorite professors. Um, I can't complain. I'm really thankful for the opportunity. Um, but it's one of the tougher classes at Central. So um, it's going to be a challenge. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Might be holding a wind down Wednesdays, you know, just having them like, dude, if you guys need to do a little bit of bar review and I'm not talking about the test, like I get it, dude. Right, <laughs> Cor- right. Corporate law will do that to you, but all in moderation, man. Um, so what's been going on? How's the holidays? Dude, made it through the holidays. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. My, my wife and I and our daughter, we went to Florida. We're in Gainesville. Yeah, how was that? It was straight, man. It was straight. Um, I had not left North Carolina in like a year and a half, maybe. So it was just good to get out of North Carolina, see something different. Um, it was it was good, man. It was a really, really, really good time. Um, wow. So you yeah, so, just so you, so y'all didn't leave like during COVID time. You didn't leave at all. We didn't leave at all. I think my wife she left the state. Her grandfather passed away in Florida, so she went oh, to man. Florida for his um, homegoing service. But other than that, we had not left the state. We went to Virginia, so like the Southern Virginia, so like the North Carolina border. But like other than that, nothing, nothing crazy, man. But it was just good to get the hell out of North Carolina. I love North Carolina. But it was just good to get the hell out of North Carolina, dude. So you were down the Southern Virginia area. What part of Southern, Southern Virginia? Shout out to Greenville County. So Greenville um, County, you're near Emporia, but. Important, yeah. Yeah, you didn't get stopped by the cops there, did you? No, I did not. You go three over, you're gonna be looking at a big ticket there. What? Hell yeah! Three three over, man. Funny story. I got a ticket in Dinwiddie County. Yep. Coming back from New York, it's like six o'clock, seven o'clock. Trying to get back to North Carolina. Unmarked car pulls me over. I'm going like 85. Shout out to the lawyer that got me out of that ticket. I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate salute to you, but I learned my lesson. If you go over 80 in Virginia, it is reckless driving. Yeah. You could get get a misdemeanor by going over 80 miles an hour. So I was freaking out. Um, I got a squeaky clean record, but uh, I was like, I don't want a misdemeanor on my shit. So they don't don't play that, man. No, no. No, And I should know that I'm, I, I live, I was born in Virginia, I live close to Virginia. Like I should know, like you do not speed in Virginia. You do not go over 80 at all. Like yeah, it, it's so cringy, man. Like when I got my first speed ticket in high school, um, I got one of two, like both were just 
dumb decisions. Like I got one going 35 and a 25 and it was with a cop that like pulled over everyone, man. He was like my friend's stepdad. He was known for having like the world record for like the most youth pullovers. That's not even a thing, but in our minds (laughs) it was dude. And like, I get, he's in a freaking bike. So like, I could have just like pushed his, she just got out of the car and pushed his bike over and started driving hundred miles an hour. Like, no, but like he gets me and then I get to court and there's this guy standing there, normal looking dude who is just like sweating. When I say normal looking dude, I mean like he's in, not in a suit. He doesn't look like, you know, I'm ready for court. I'm in a suit, whatnot. And I'm like, oh man, why is this guy so nervous? He seems relaxed, you know? I, I, hopefully he's just here for like something tiny. Like, you know, maybe, maybe his license got expired. And he had to show them a new license and he's out of here. No, my man went to the front of the court and like went up there in Virginia. They make you stand by the judge. You have to stand direct. Yeah. You stand directly in front of the judge. The officer stands next to you and you don't have a table. You stand literally like from, from like you're, you're, it's like you're in class and you're getting taught by a teacher and it's like, you you could breathe pre COVID obviously. And it would hit the judge and um, I think it'd smell your breath. It was crazy. And the cop literally said, your honor, we're not pursuing jail time for his speeding charge. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean we're jail not pursuing time. jail time? Yeah, dude. It's like he was going to 80 and a 70. I was like, this is insane. Insane. So, yeah, don't speed in Virginia, man. It's crazy over not. there. Anything over 80, you're as you get a reckless, reckless driving ticket, you, you, you get hit with a misdemeanor, be careful. Um, Free legal advice, right? Right, freely advice <laughs> does not represent these opinions. Do not represent. No. So, um, right, we are we are merely stu- well, <laughs> we are professionals and a professional student, so we got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but speaking of you, you've talked about COVID. I'm jumping to that kind of sidebar sure. real quick. So, what's going on, man? What are your thoughts on COVID? How's the situation looking for you? I don't think we really touched on COVID at all. Yeah, I felt like we there was so much going on that we were interested in as it relates to like the different subjects that we encountered that we just kind of glossed over the one that has been keeping us where we're currently at <laughs> for the last two years, right? So I guess with COVID for me, I right. I mean, looking at it from the individual side, man, like I just I was I I definitely will where always wear my mask i'm i'm that i'm vaccinated i'm i got my booster scheduled so like i'm i am just going with the flow at this point i i mean i don't think everyone should be i don't think the government should mandate vaccines but also i understand that at this point if you're going into a business to work and they require the vaccines then that's i think that's completely viable but I mean, there's case law that says you can mandate vaccines. So it's kind of, I mean, at this point, I'm just, whatever I need to do to keep my life going normally, I'm doing it, man. And if that keep, and to keep other people safe, I'm here for it. So whatever that looks like, what about yourself, yeah. man? Where are you at with yeah, that? Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. So I'm, you know, I, I, I have the ability to look at things like from the middle and then kind of look at one side and look at the other side. So I think with it is like, we are arguing against, like science, and I think yeah. we made science political. Sure. And so if you believe it's not a problem, I think that that it won't be a problem. But if you believe there is a problem, then I think there is a problem. But what I'm trying to say is like those that don't believe this is an issue and they shouldn't take precautions, 
then it's not going to be a problem for them because they're looking, they don't, they don't mind the consequences if they're consequences. And those that believe this is a problem, they're taking all the precautions, then they're realizing how serious this can be. And so for me, I mean, think, you know, I haven't, I haven't had COVID, don't plan on getting it, trying to do the best I can do. I am vaccinated, got the booster because I believe in at least taking the precaution, taking the steps to prevent it and decrease severe symptoms and decrease uh, the chance of being, being in a hospital. And so for me, it's like, what do you, I mean, what are we doing to, to the other side or anybody who believes differently? How do we pull, pull each, how are we looking across the aisle and trying to get people to realize what each other are saying? But at the end of the day, it's like with science, like what do you, what, what about this science that you don't believe? So you believe in the sun, you believe in the moon, like what, what else, what about this that you not believe? Do you not believe in other severe diseases and illnesses? Like, do you believe this, this is different? Like if you put on a mask, you believe this. If you get a vaccination, you believe this. And so like, what, where I'm at is like, what is causing the divide? Like, how do you divide science? And then dude, it's just like so many things about like, critical race theory and all this like all these things where it's like now we have people who are like kind of like well I don't I'm not believing in this I'm not doing this I'm not participating in this before I don't know if we were like streamlining the things so I don't know yeah yeah Yeah. so like looking at it from the science perspective arguing the science is always something that I found interesting Um, I haven't done too much research as it relates to the effectiveness of the booster, because I think it's too early on. I will say that um, as it relates to the vaccines, um, I, <laughs> I got the worst one, man. So I, um, I got the, I got the one that only required one shot. So I will say that. Um, so that booster, when that opportunity came, um, I'm going to take advantage of that. <laughs> so uh, I mean, yeah, as it relates to science, I, I think the most, I think for me, the most puzzling thing throughout all this is we've, we've also politicized common courtesy. Mm -hmm. And for me, the biggest fight that I get into with relatives of mine is that uh, some of my relatives live in a town where they don't, they don't wear masks at all, which I mean, it's whatever, man, it's fine. I'm going to, when I'm in a place where they require it, they don't require it. I will do my due diligence. If I'm, if I am, if I received a booster, I'm definitely not going to be wearing one in a place that doesn't require it. Um, it's just weird because they, you see people associate these, the politicism of let me by common courtesy. For example, when you walk into someone's store, you have people that don't wear a mask and, and they're, they're sitting there. Well, that's their right. And I agree on that, but it's also the right of the owner to, I'll, to request you to do different things when you walk into someone's home they tell you to take your shoes off you take your shoes off that's true you know, because you want to stay in their home you can leave their home but if you're going to be in their home you go by their rules i think it's the same thing with someone's business if you're in someone's business and they require the mask then you know it's their business you should respect their business and you should do it if you don't want to do it don't go i don't think it's a political common courtesy thing but where have you seen that when you, in your interactions, have you encountered anything um, as it relates to COVID with any relatives of yours? Um, 
I will say this overall, majority of my relatives, you know, I've taken the precautions. They, you know, are, you know, realizing the situation with COVID, wearing a mask as much as possible, keeping a distance. I do have one or two relatives who aren't with the booster or no, no vaccination at all, no mask at all. And so I respect where they are and I don't go into, you know, what they believe and them taking their precautions. It's just for me, it's, it's almost like if you looked at the, if you looked at the data or if you talk to people, like I know people who have lost people to COVID and yeah. they've never been sick in their life, never been in the hospital, early forties, COVID gone. And so I'm like, if you if you think about these things and you hear these things, like, do you think you're not susceptible? You know, do you think you're not susceptible to this? Do you think you're beyond this? And so, a lot of times with certain diseases, like COVID, if you have an underlying condition, it could be fatal. And sometimes you don't know you have under, under you don't know if you have an underlying condition until you come across something like COVID. You know what I'm saying? So why take that risk if you can get a free vaccination? that can help decrease. Now I said, it won't stop you from getting COVID and it may not prevent death, but it can decrease that chance significantly. And so I did hear the argument about, well, why isn't medication for diabetes free and all this? The difference, the difference in so diseases like, even with you know HIV AIDS and diabetes, the issue with diabetes is it is not communicable. So diabetes, you, you can't spread diabetes. You can, it is, you can, you know, it's, it's hereditary. There's some lifestyle things that happen with it. HIV, the thing about that is if you curb certain behaviors, you can decrease the chance of spreading that. Um, yeah. When it comes to COVID. COVID, it's, it's more of a airborne. It's like the, 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 because you're talking about, the talking about, so the actions that will cause you to get HIV you're talking about intravenous drug usage. You're talking unprotected sex. So those things are very pre preventable. But like, because COVID is more of an airborne and everybody's breathing air, there's no like, air doesn't discriminate. So like, that that's one of the things like, you're talking about a different, um, you're talking about a different situation with uh, COVID. I don't know, man. I'm, on the, I'm actually on the side of, I don't believe that, pharmaceutical products for hiv and uh was the other one you mentioned diabetes you said diabetes yeah i, I think i think i i believe those costs need to be cut down dramatically because it would benefit society to have healthier people um i know it doesn't benefit the medical industry at all having um that that level of care and not be as in high right. demand but yeah i what's interesting to me though i will say is how much money the pharmaceutical companies are making off of this i mean pfizer had a 9.8 billion dollar profit last year that's freaking insane <laughs> i mean they, they created a product that is good i will admit and it's helping society and we need it we really do um i just i'm interested to see what happens when this eventually calms down what do these drug companies do after that? We'll see. That's a good point too. I think um, now talking about you know HIV, I don't HIV AIDS diabetes. Now I don't think the medication should be expensive. 
but as far as like accessibility, you're talking yeah. about a different pop, you know, you're talking about pop, the population, the rate of infection and all that. So those, those, those things are, are very, you know, different. You're comparing two different things when you're talking about COVID. When it comes to the pharmaceutical thing, I, I do believe there are some things interwoven into it. I do think that, I do think that some of the, our decision makers, some of our people and the positions that make decisions as far as politics and budgeting and government, I do think they, I do think there are some relationships when it comes to pharmaceuticals. And also my conspiracy theory mind, it could be, well, what if this is, what if this is woven into something else and this pays off pharmaceutical companies for sponsoring a certain political power? You know, who knows, you know? <laughs> but yeah, for sure. um, having, but having known like secondhand people to, to pass away or succumb to COVID, it, it makes me like, okay, well, something's going on. There's something happening um, that's causing the severe illness and death and fatality. But, um, I think we're touching on it lightly. I think there's just there's some just there's just so many factors and things that are kind of mixed in with with COVID. And so where I'm at is like if you're too good to put on a mask and social distance and wash your hands, then what else are you too good to do? These things are these things are they're not they don't require a lot. They require a lot. Nobody's saying like exercise 20 times a day or change your diet. It's literally like, you know, protect your airway, wash your hands, keep distance from people. So I don't know. But I do think things are going in a different direction. What um, do you mean? Because because people are getting vaccinated. And so with Omicron, the newer variant, now they're saying that if you isolate for if you're infect if you are uh, if you're infected with COVID, you test positive, you isolate for five days. Yeah. So within those five days, as long as you have a positive a negative test, you can come out of isolation. So the difference in isolation and quarantine is quarantine is an ex a potential exposure, or you have symptoms. And with quarantine, you kind of just chill back, make sure you wear your mask. Isolation means that you actually have tested positive for COVID. With isolation, you literally have to isolate yourself from anybody you live with, the general population. Um, and because I work for a local university, and so we had different steps and measures. And so now, with isolation, the 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 length in which you isolate has has decreased. So that lets us know that the so the turnaround being shorter means that we are in a different ball game. We're a we're, we're going to. I think we're going in a better direction, not the best, but a better direction. And do you think that's, Does that makes yeah, do you think that's the, is it the viruses, like our response to how the virus has evolved or is it um, at this point, people are gaining herd immunity? What, what do you think that's for though? I think that is a combination of a bunch of things. I think it's the vaccination. I think it's herd immunity. I think it's, um, people, I think it's the virus actually um, kind of weakening itself, not a health professional, um, but just my just general belief. I do believe that when it comes to like whatever the, the first, the alpha version of Omicron and then you got Delta and whatever this is, it's like 
it's, it's mutating itself, but it, what it what it's doing is it can't the host or it can't it can't generate itself. It's not as strong, basically. I don't think it's as that strong. Dude, I'll tell you, man. The word my like least favorite thing that I'll hear people say are, "Well, yeah, I had COVID. I had it back in 2019." Uh, you know, I felt this way before it was the real thing. You know, I, I had a way back when. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. The first reported case that they argue was, I think, November of 2019. But I don't know how verified that is. That I feel as though if that was the case, it would have spread at a quicker rate in the United States. That makes sense. I will say this though. I know you just said this, but February 2020. I remember having a scratch in my throat. I was on <laughs> camp. I was, I was, ooh, let me not say this. I was at a local university. I remember sure. meeting. I was like, I don't feel good. And they were like, just go home. So I, I was like, all right, I'm going to just ride this day out. Because to me, I'm thinking like, it's just a little cold. Let me just go home, go home. I'm talking to my wife on the way home. I said, I'm going to stop and get some things. I really don't feel well. Dude, I sure. felt like the weakest. I almost told my wife, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it through the walk into the grocery store and stuff like that. So I ended up getting some like, soup and juice and just generic stuff. I come home. I remember I remember telling my wife, I said, I said, I can't taste anything. And then she, and I was like, I don't, like, I can't smell. I couldn't taste. I couldn't smell anything. I said it was COVID. And I said whatever it was, I was like, yo, this is. This is something that I, I was like, I was telling like, yo, this don't, this feels like way different than the flu. But I will say this: I have since then I have given blood, and they did an um, antibodies test, and I've, I've tested negative every time I give them blood for the uh, COVID antibodies. So, but I did hear that you just be, just because you get COVID doesn't mean you're gonna generate antibodies for COVID. So, who knows? Gotcha. Who knows? Yeah, I I don't I had a streak I think back in February where I I was feeling pretty rough and. I, I remember going on a date with this this girl who's I'm actually now dating currently and um we yeah right um so we made it we successfully made it through the pandemic and uh, I dude I dude I remember um she actually was sick for a few days and it was before like COVID started and she was like sick as a dog thought she had the flu hundred degree fever nuts man like and I and I thought that I thought I had it then because I was sick for a few weeks but no nothing. I had no right. symptoms. I had nothing. I just had a cough and a cold and that was it. But it was like, at that time, everyone was so, it felt like everywhere you went, the people were scared of it. And it was, if you coughed then you had it and it was this big deadly virus. And now it is still, I mean, it's still pretty deadly, but um, we're seeing as a lot of people are healthier now, which is great. We're seeing a lot of, not, we're maybe not healthier, but they're responding to it better and more people are surviving, exactly. which, is, which is great. And I think that's the progress that is in the right direction. Yeah, I think we're going in a, I think we're going in a better direction. Um, I know so many people who have gotten a new variant now that it's just, it is wild. My uncle has it, and he's like one of the most like protected. Like he wore his mask, distance, all that. And it's not saying that he did anything wrong, but it's just you. you you cannot eliminate the spread of COVID. You can decrease your chances of getting it. You will never eliminate it, especially any kind of virus. Um, but with him, with him getting it, it lets me know like how, how like close it kind of hit close to home. Like, oh wow, you know. But there's so many people getting it. I just think 
I think if we looked at it in a sense of like, it's not about your political affiliation, it's not about your belief in a government, disbelief in a government, but more of like, let's look at this, let's look at this thing that's going on, let's look at this thing that's happening and seeing like, what can we do? Can we, what can we, what can we do to decrease the chance, you know? So anyway, it is, um, it is a, I don't know, COVID is just, it's, it's a, such a great, I don't know, COVID, I think COVID is like one of the, it's like a great topic, it's one of those, one of those ones, it's like, you're going to always have another argument. Yeah, so. and it, it's crazy, it's like, you can't really discuss it on, in media, unless you're from the major media, you're not really mm. able to have that discussion without any type of disclaimer or, which is good. I mean, there's some, it's good and bad. There's some that I understand as you cannot, you can't just have false information flowing around. But I think the discussion in media where it's a visual discussion, I think that should be allowed. I think you should, you should be able to Ooh. hear it and be able to debunk it. And that's the beauty of media in the conversation is to hear people that are, that have it wrong and that are proven wrong. Yeah. And so with me, with my hopes of being a public employee one day, I, my goal is to look at both sides and then kind of figure out how we meet in the middle. So I don't, I don't judge anybody who on this side of it, I don't judge anybody who's on that side of it, but where do we meet in the middle so that people who feel this way, believe this way, can operate maneuver and people who feel this way and believe this way can operate maneuver. So that's where I'm at. I know somebody, vaccinated i wear my mask as much as i can do i wear i'll be honest do i wear it all the time no have i been places where i wear my mask no because i'm like well they're not required they're not making me wear it you know so it's like all right well i won't wear it but i've been vaccinated so the vaccination gives me this code of protection so that's why i kind of go in the middle i was like i can't you know somebody didn't wear that mask somewhere I'm like i can't jump on you because i don't wear my mask everywhere but if i'm required to wear my mask i will um, and my, my previous employer, they required a vaccination. So I got vaccinated. So anyway, um, yeah. And so I think it's something that, um, it's something that we're going to see throughout again, the near future. And again, throughout the rest of at least 2022, we're going to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting to see where COVID will go. I mean, I think this is the first conversation of many now that we've addressed, I guess, the giant in the room that we've, I guess, somehow we managed to forget to talk about in our podcast, but, um, but we'll make moving forward, uh, looking forward to the new season, everyone welcome to season three of free and flowing um expecting more guests expecting more energy it's been kind of a down yes. week for us both um and relates to getting back in the swing of work and back in the swing of school um it'll be my last semester of law school so we'll have that episode ooh, uh, ooh. right after graduation i'm excited for that so um got a big big uh, semester plan for y'all for all the listeners thank y'all for listening um we'll see you all next week Dwayne. if you want to hear us out yo thank y'all for tuning in with Clay graduating, that means I have a free attorney. And um, let's just say this, keep your mind free and keep the 
just keep the vaccinations flowing. Fuck it. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.